Hello, Campus Cronies. Welcome back to Campus Crime Chronicles. I'm your host, Nicole Turner, full-time college administrator, part-time college professor, but always a true crime addict. In every episode of this podcast, I take a deep dive into some sort of true crime that occurred on a school campus or a crime that's associated with a college or university in some way. For each episode, I rate the seriousness of the crime from 1 to 5 on my serious crime scale, with one being completely not serious, possibly even a little humorous from time to time, to 5 being very serious. This episode is rated a 4. And y'all, before I dive in, I want to tell you just how close I am to this particular story. You see, the person we are talking about today, Darian Hudson, attended Langston University and played softball as a Langston Lady Lion. And I haven't officially identified this on the podcast yet, but Langston, a historically black college and university in Oklahoma, is the university where I taught for 10 years. And although I did not know Darian personally, I do know people who knew her or know her, I should say. So when I say that I am close to this story, I literally mean that all of this happened when I was teaching and working at Langston University in 2017, and this was a very real situation that my students went through. So with that being said, on October 22nd, 2017, Darian failed to show up for her shift as a server at Chili's restaurant, and her friends could not get in touch with her. For several days, her friends tried contacting Darian, but to no avail, so they called Darian's mom on October 25th to fill her in. The next day, Darian's parents immediately jumped in the car and drove from their home in Kansas to Oklahoma to file a missing persons report, but Darian was never found. She was last seen near a construction site in Stillwater, Oklahoma, but that was the last known sighting of her. This episode is titled, Hashtag, Somebody Knows Something, The Disappearance of Darian Hudson. So without further ado, let's get started. Michelle Hudson was raised in Hutchinson, Kansas by her parents, Stephanie and Terrace Hudson. Darian is the oldest of three siblings. She has a younger sister, Taryn, and a younger brother, Kendrick. After graduating high school, Darian attended community college in Kansas and then went on to attend Langston University in Oklahoma, where she also played softball. By the time October 2017 had rolled around, though, when Darian was 23 years old, She had had a rough year, to say the least. Not only had she suffered a miscarriage and went through a heart-wrenching breakup with a boyfriend, but she had also recently lost her beloved dog, Zig. So to say she was slammed and incredibly overwhelmed by life and loss is an understatement. Despite all of this, though, Darian seemed in good spirits, and she was making plans for the future. 
In fact, the last time she spoke with her mother, Stephanie, was on Saturday, October 21st, 2017. She had called her mom, and Stephanie remembers Darian saying, Mom, I'm ready to come home. I want to get out of Oklahoma. And Stephanie, of course, said, Okay, when do you want us to come and get you? In that phone conversation, Darian told her mom that she wanted to enroll in nursing classes and move back home to Kansas to save money. So Stephanie made plans to drive to Stillwater, Oklahoma, where Darian lived by herself in a duplex apartment, to pick her up the next weekend, so it was only about six or seven days away. Darian further expressed to her mom that she just had a few things to tie up in Oklahoma before she could actually move back to Kansas, although she wasn't specific on what exactly she needed to do. Stephanie explained how close she and her daughter were. She told Dateline, quote, If we didn't talk on the phone every day, we were texting, so I knew what was going on in her life, end quote. Stephanie went on to say, quote, she had gone through a rough time, but she was excited about nursing school and coming home to be with her family. We made plans to come get her that weekend, end quote. When Stephanie and Darian hung up the phone that day, though, on October 21st, it would be the last time Stephanie ever spoke to her daughter again. In October 2017, at the time of Darian's disappearance, she was living in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where she worked as a server at a Chili's restaurant. She was still attending classes at Langston University, which is located about 21 miles southwest of Stillwater, but she had stepped away from playing softball and was no longer on the team. So, just to give you a little more geographical context, Stillwater, Oklahoma is a college town. You might have heard of it before because it's where Oklahoma State University is located, but you'll also find a lot of Langston students there too since it's so close in proximity. And, well, if you go to Langston, that's basically all that there is there. Langston University is located in Langston, Oklahoma, which is a very rural area with a small population of less than 1,800 people. So, if Langston students want any type of social life or nightlife entertainment, or even just to grab a good bite to eat, they either have to drive north about 21 miles to Stillwater or go south to Oklahoma City, which is double the travel time at 42 miles away. So that kind of paints a better picture for you regarding the whole geographical area. Anyway, according to the reporting of Jen Baxter for Medium.com, Darian had initially made a close group of friends, most of whom played softball together at Langston. However, Darian began dating a man that her friends didn't really like, and it was reported that he was actually the one who pressured her to quit playing softball, which also meant she wasn't hanging out with her friends from Langston as much. One of those friends, Cameron Nicholson, said, quote, She was, she is, my girl. We went through everything together in college, the good and the bad. And even when things were bad, she always asked how I was doing. She was always worried about others. It was never about her. End quote. Cameron told Dateline that she saw a clear change in Darian's life when she was dating her ex-boyfriend. Not only had she stopped playing softball, but she began spending less and less time with her close girlfriends from Langston and more time with the boyfriend and new friends from work. So now that we know more of where Darian was in her life at the time, let's get back to the timeline of her disappearance. As I previously said, the last time Darian's mom had spoken to her on the phone was October 21st, 2017. However, that's not really the day she actually went missing. 
So it was the next day on October 22nd when Darian failed to show up to work a shift at Chili's. This definitely alarmed her friends, though, because Darian was a responsible, hardworking person. It wasn't like her to just not show up, and it definitely was out of her character to not call or give anyone a heads up that she wasn't coming in. And on this day, October 22nd, 2017, it was the last time she ever posted to her Instagram account. Now, I have no way of knowing the exact time she made the post, if it were in the wee hours of the morning before she was scheduled to work, or if it was a post she made after she was supposed to be at work. Regardless, Darian being a no-call, no-show to work on October 22nd was definitely out of the ordinary. The last time that anyone in Darian's group of friends officially spoke to her was two days later on October 24th. According to Uncovered, Darian had FaceTimed with a longtime friend from community college, Jalen Monholland, and this date, October 24th, was also when she made her last tweet on Twitter and her last post to Facebook. But here's the thing. That post from Facebook was not alarming in the least. I'm not really sure about her Twitter post because I'm not really on Twitter, so I can't really look that up. But I did look up her Facebook post and y'all, it was happy and silly and appeared as if everything was completely normal with Darian. It was a post that she had tagged her mother in and Darian commented that her mother, Stephanie, was growing up because she had officially had a Facebook account for three years. You know, again, all normal stuff. Even her Instagram post from a couple days before that on October 22nd was also normal and unassuming. She had simply posted about a friend and how much that friend meant to her. So again, there were just no outward signs that Darian was mentally struggling or that anything was off with her. However, by October 25th, 2017, so four days after Stephanie had last spoken to her daughter, Stephanie was bombarded with texts and phone calls from Darian's friends informing Stephanie that Darian was missing and that nobody could reach her. The next day, on October 26th, Stephanie and her husband Terrace drove from Hutchinson, Kansas to Stillwater, Oklahoma, and they went straight to the police department to file a missing persons report. But, if you're thinking that police told them they'd have to wait because Darian was a grown adult, then you'd be spot on. The Stillwater police told Darian's parents that they had to wait 48 hours before they could officially take a report and begin an investigation. So Stephanie and Terrace had no choice but to wait. But of course, they weren't just going to sit around and twiddle their thumbs. They began doing some investigating of their own to try and find their daughter. They first went to Darian's duplex, located on the 500 block of West 5th Street. When they got there, they found some disturbing evidence. The front door to Darian's duplex was open, at least one light was left on, dishes were in the sink, and they found Darian's cell phone still inside. Y'all, wherever Darian had gone, she left her cell phone behind. And we know that that is never a good sign. Darian's family immediately began canvassing the neighborhood, searching for Darian and talking to neighbors, but that didn't bring them much luck. Nobody had any solid information about where Darian was or where she could have gone. When the 48 hours was up, the Stillwater Police Department officially filed a missing persons report and began their investigation on October 28, 2017. According to all accounts, the police interviewed everyone close to Darian. Her family, friends, co-workers, neighbors. 
but they were all cleared as having any involvement. They also checked the public transit records to see if Darian had taken the bus because, well, Darian didn't have a car at the time, which is why her parents were planning to go get her from Stillwater and take her back to Kansas. But there was no record of Darian taking any public transportation in the area. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Weeks went by, and by November 10th, when nobody had seen or heard from Darian, her case was added to the NamUs database, which is the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System. Then it wasn't until December of that year that police finally got a break in the case. On December 2nd, 2017, the Stillwater Police Department was informed that someone, a man, had attempted to use Darian's debit card at a hotel in Oklahoma City. Police quickly brought the man in for questioning, and he informed them that he was working at a construction site in Stillwater back in October, and he had found a purse with the debit card inside hanging from a concrete sewage pipe near or on that construction site. Now, I suppose police vetted his information, you know, like pulled out all their interrogation techniques and all that stuff, but they never identified or announced this man as a suspect. I'm a little confused, though, because, you know, instead of turning the purse over to police like a stand-up citizen, you decide to take the whole thing with all its contents inside. Um, okay, whatever. But then... You just decided to wait until December to use the debit card that you found in October? Amara Kofer, the host of the Black Girl Gone podcast, pointed out that if you found a purse with a debit card inside, and if you decided to go ahead and keep that purse instead of turning it in or trying to find its owner, wouldn't you use the card immediately, like within the first couple of days or even weeks, you know, instead of using it over a month later? Because, as Amara also pointed out, I would assume that whoever lost the purse and the debit card would have canceled the card or deactivated it and ordered a new one. This was clearly the first time the guy tried to use Darian's card, though. So how did he know that it would work? Was he just like, oh, let me hope this works because I'm running low on cash. And you know what? I bet this hotel that I'm trying to stay at is the perfect place to try this out. I mean, come on, y'all. It just sounds a little fishy to me, but all right, it is what it is. Police bought his story and cleared him as a suspect, so I guess we have to trust the investigative process. Anyway, I say this was a break in the case because police were able to gain some more insight and put together more of a timeline of Darian's whereabouts before her actual disappearance. 
They began interviewing other co-workers from that construction site where the man said he found and took the purse. At the time, in October of 2017, the St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, located at the corner of McElroy and Country Club Roads in Stillwater, was under construction. This area is about four miles away from the duplex that Darian lived in. So, several workers from the site remembered seeing a woman matching Darian's description. I guess she had been kind of hanging around the construction area the whole day of October 26th, sitting in a wooded area south of the site, but the workers told police she had a blank stare on her face the whole time. When they approached her to see if she was okay or if she needed anything, she would just look straight ahead and wouldn't talk to anyone. According to Stillwater Police Lieutenant Jeff Watts, the construction workers, quote, saw her kind of wandering around and just loitering in the area. She seemed dazed and distant. She wouldn't converse with them, end quote. Here's the thing, though. Okay, they saw all of this, tried to help her or whatever. But you're telling me that not one of these fools thought it would be a good idea to call 911? I mean, it's not every day you see a random person, let alone just a woman by herself, hanging out at a construction site all day, not speaking or engaging with anyone. Y'all, I'm just, I don't get it. I'm just shaking my head so hard in disbelief right now. Anyway, so another person, a man who lives on the property adjoining the church, also told police that he too saw a woman matching Darian's description. The man said he saw her talking to his grandchildren after they arrived home from school. The man told police that Darian came up out of the creek area near his home. She proceeded to walk through an electric fence onto his property, and then she walked up to his grandchildren as they were getting off the bus. By the time the man got to his grandchildren, though, Darian was already gone. He said he last saw her walking north on McElroy Road, and then she headed west toward Country Club Road. Now, there was at least one other person who also saw Darian that day on October 26th. Another witness told police that they saw her sitting on some construction equipment, but to them, it looked as if she was waiting for a ride or something. And the witness said that she may have been wearing a dark-colored coat. After learning this new information, police organized a two-day search of the wooded area near the construction site where Darian had last been seen. They brought in drones and cadaver dogs, and their search did yield some results. They ended up finding Darian's hooded sweatshirt and even her wallet with some credit cards inside and her ID inside. But they didn't find Darian herself anywhere. Now, mind you, this was over a month later in December of 2017, so who knows if they might have been able to find more evidence if they had begun the search sooner. Also, please take note that Darian was last seen on October 26th. Y'all, do you remember what day Darian's parents arrived in Stillwater to try and file that police report? Yup, remember, it was on October 26th. I cannot even begin to fathom how her parents were feeling because I'm over here fuming knowing that if the police would have taken the report that day, the day she was last seen and the day that her parents were in town searching for her, then maybe, just maybe, they would have found her or at the very least gotten word out much sooner to be on the lookout for her, which probably would have changed the outcome of this whole case. October 26th, 2017, was the last day that anyone ever saw or spoke with Darian that we know of. 
She hasn't been active on any social media. Her bank accounts have remained untouched, besides that one guy trying to use her debit card. And this is particularly disturbing for Darian's mom. Stephanie told Dateline, quote, It's not like her at all. She was the social media queen, and she always had her phone. Always. Doesn't make sense for her to be somewhere without it. End quote. And y'all, that's basically the extent of what we know, at least at this point. It has now been over five years since Darian went missing. This October will be six. And Darian's case, though still open and active, has gone cold. Darian's case even baffles the Stillwater detectives, and they have been left scratching their heads just as much as anyone else. Lieutenant Jeff Watts told Tulsa's News on 6 that in 2016, the Stillwater PD had 12 missing persons cases. All of those people were located and all 12 cases were solved. Then in 2017, when Darian went missing, Stillwater PD had 15 missing persons cases, including Darian's, and they were able to solve all of them except for Darian's, which is just so frustrating and even infuriating to an extent. I mean, where did she go? Who could she have gone with? It just doesn't make sense. Watts also told News on 6, quote, she is just gone and there really isn't a good explanation for it, end quote. But Darian's family, her parents and her siblings and her friends, they are not giving up hope or giving up in their search for Darian. They believe that she could still be out there and, for some nefarious reason, she may not be able to come home or reach out for help. And if she's not out there, then that means that something far more sinister could have happened to her. And her family and friends think that foul play may have been involved. Stephanie Hudson told Dateline, quote, One day she's talking about moving back home, making plans for nursing school, and the next she's gone. It just doesn't make any sense. Where is she? End quote. Plus, Darian's family and friends don't believe she would leave, completely on her own volition, without confiding in someone close to her. One of her best friends from Langston, Cameron Nicholson, told Dateline in 2021, quote, Even with everything going on in her life, I know she wouldn't have left on her own without telling anyone. And not for four years. She would not want us worrying about her. I pray that she's still alive, but I feel like someone did this to her. End quote. Odyssey Hill, a friend of Darian's since seventh grade, agrees, and she said she fears that something truly terrible happened to her friend. Odyssey said, quote, someone knows what happened and who did this, and that person needs to come forward because her mother, her siblings, her friends, we all need answers, end quote. And Stillwater police haven't ruled out the possibility that Darian was taken against her will or even murdered. However, with the information they have, there just isn't enough evidence that supports that definitively. Detective Mary Kellison said, quote, We acknowledge that foul play could play a part in Darian Hudson's disappearance. However, we have no evidence to suggest that foul play is any more of a factor than any of the other possibilities for her disappearance. End quote. So y'all, that means they need more information, more details. Was she waiting for a ride that day on October 26th back in 2017? Does the construction worker who found and took her purse know more than he's claiming? Did she have a mental health crisis? Did everything she'd been going through silently overcome her? But even if that's the case, even if she contemplated suicide or harming herself, you can't hide your own body. 
So again, there has to be more information out there. And I too firmly believe that somebody knows something. And now is the time to come forward. No matter how insignificant you think your information is or how irrelevant it might be, the police still need to know about it because it could lead to the answers that Darian's friends and family are so desperately searching for. Jalen Monholland, Darian's friend from Community College, said, quote, She didn't just disappear. There are so many unanswered questions and so many emotions, but we'll never give up looking for her. End quote. So I urge you, if you have any information at all about Darian or her disappearance, please call the Stillwater Police Department at 405-742-8357. Or you can call the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation at 800-522-8017. You can also email the OSBI at tips at osbi.ok.gov. Darian Hudson is a beautiful soul inside and out. Her close friends and family would often call her D or D baby, and her mom expressed how Darian eluded pure joy. Stephanie said, quote, if you were having a bad day, Darian would change that. She would just flash that smile of hers or say something funny. She had this big heart that shone through her smile. And well, she was, she is the light of our lives, end quote. Darian is featured on a cold case playing card as the Five of Hearts. Us true crime addicts are probably familiar with these, but they are decks of cards that are distributed in area jails and prisons in hopes that an inmate with information will come forward. Darian is currently the Stillwater Police Department's only outstanding missing persons case. On the playing card, it says Darian officially went missing on October 22, 2017. So, depending on which sources you find, there are varying accounts as to the date she was officially declared missing. But we do know that she last spoke to her mom on the phone on October 21st, and her parents didn't get word that she was missing until several days later, after October 22nd. And we know that she made social media posts after the 22nd as well. Regardless, Darian was last seen at and around that construction site in Stillwater. She was wearing blue jeans, a white t-shirt, and a dark-colored hoodie, which that hoodie was later found in the area. She is described as standing 5 feet 3 inches tall, weighing 120 pounds, and she has black hair and brown eyes. She has pierced ears and a piercing in her left nostril. She has a tattoo on her upper right shoulder blade of five little birds and a feather with the words, Birds of a Feather Flock Together. And... Before I officially wrap up, I want to leave you with some words from Stephanie. She said, quote, I believe she's still out there and I will continue to believe that until I'm told otherwise. But what I know for sure is that somebody knows something, end quote. Okay, y'all, that officially brings us to the end of Chronicle 44. As always, be sure to check out my social media where I always post photos associated with each case and episode. You can find me at Campus Crime Podcast on Instagram and Campus Crime Chronicles on Facebook. So check me out on there and let me know what you think of this week's episode. You can also reach me by email at campuscrimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can be sure to keep checking out my TikTok for some additional campus crime stories. 
also, don't forget that my new goal is 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, and I'm so close to being there. (laughs) So help me out, y'all, and keep those ratings and reviews coming. Okay, well, that's all for today, so bye for now. Campus Crime Chronicles is researched, written, and recorded by me, Nicole Turner, and it's edited and produced by Giari Gassaway. Tune in again in two weeks for the next Chronicle. 